Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? How you been? I'm all right, man. Just uh, been on vacation. I gotta go back to the real world tomorrow, so kind of dreading it. Yeah. But at least I have this to look forward to. I didn't get to go... Didn't get to go treasure hunting today. I didn't get to go to flea market, so... Oh, that sucks. Because my wife woke me up and had me working early this morning. Yeah, for your nephew's birthday party? Yeah, this is my nephew turned three today, so... How was uh, the party? Party was great. It's hot, you know, because it's always hot. Thanks for the invite. Sorry, bro. <laughs> that, that you'd want to come. It's a kid's birthday party. Exactly. I don't have yeah, kids, yeah. so I'd be so out of place. The next adult one, though, for sure. I got oh, you. Yeah. But yeah, it was straight. Uh, you know, they did a pinata and all that. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they got a big ass water slide. I feel like kids these days have nicer birthday parties than we did as kids. Because I don't remember that shit when I was a kid, or else I had like not great parents. I didn't give a shit. Yeah, I think that's more just you, bro, because I had great birthday <laughs> Did parties. Did you? Yeah, when I was a kid, I had great birthday parties, man. I didn't really have birthday. That's probably why I don't care about celebrating my birthday is because I didn't really have birthday parties as a kid. Maybe yeah. when I was, like, tiny, like, little. But... Yeah, when I was a kid, I was spoiled as fuck. Yeah. From, like, I'd say from, like, the age of six to 11. Anything before six, I don't remember, so they probably did. It was just, like, hella everything I wanted, you know, because they had income back then. Right. Then when a middle school years hit, I got to see what the other side lived like. That was different. Yeah, <laughs> that's got to be worse. Like going from like high life to like, dude. You want to know how shitty it was, bro? The uh, the house that my mom and my sister and me had to move to after uh, my parents got divorced. You could literally fit almost that whole house in my old room that I had growing up. Wow, like, that was shitty. That that's, was a real game changer for me, bro. That's interesting. As a kid, like, doing a step down. It's like Richie Rich in reverse. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like I need to, like, walk you through this. Like, you need to talk about it. Nah, <laughs> it's super, like, I never. fascinated. I mean, I, I'm not, I mean, I thought, I know about it, obviously. Right, right. you know, but, like, I don't know. I never really think about it because, like, I've been the type of person, like, I just go get it. Yeah. Fuck it. My parents divorced when I was eight, so they were super stingy with their money. Mm-hmm. So I never had like a lot of shit. Oh yeah, I mean it was obviously an adjustment period, <laughs> going from having three, four of everything to like you don't know when you'll see that shit again, right? You know, but like it makes you better. Mm-hmm. Well, it either makes you better or you fucking you know you just become useless, I guess. I don't yeah. know, like. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, anyways, what movie are we doing today? <laughs> <laughs> we dove into my child psychosis, man. Uh, um, we King are doing New York. King of New York King with New York. Uh, Christopher Walken and fucking uh, Larry Fishburne. That's Larry how young Fishburne. he was. He wasn't Lawrence yet. I thought he had like a brother, <laughs> and I was like, was he an actor too? Like, I had to look this shit up. That's but... what's so great. Even the DVD cover I have is it's Christopher Walken. And Larry Fishburne. Mm-hmm. And that lets you know how great and how old the movie is. This movie is like, what, 1990? Yeah, some 90. shit like that? Yeah. It actually came out before New Jack City. Really? Yeah. I love this movie, though. Yeah. Like, I, I hate that I'm watching these movies now as a fucking 34-year-old man. Because I feel like I missed out on a generation of gangster movies. It, 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 that's what was so great about it. Because like these are low budget, obviously. Right. It's Goodfellas, but it's kind of like the the hood version of, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because this all takes place in New York, same city that you know Goodfellas and all that shit takes place in. But these are just a different kind of criminal organizations. Um, speaking of, you asked me before we started recording. You're like, I don't understand why Christopher Walken did this. He mm-hmm. grew up in that neighborhood that they are basing this off of. And dude, the and character name from, Frank yeah. White, baby, right? Like, God, and he's selling that yay. And right. he he was wanting to do like a gangster movie, and came across a script. And I, I've saw Suicide Kings, and I love him in that. But um, somebody kept telling me about King of New York, King of mm-hmm. New York, and then you know Biggie raps about King of New York too. Right. So I watched it, and I thought it was awesome. I was yeah. probably like 15, 16 when I saw this. Yeah. I never watched. It's one of those movies that I've seen the cover of a bunch, but I was like, uh. and uh, David Caruso's in it. Yep. Before uh, he, I'm not a big David Caruso fan at all. Is. I mean, somebody did because what they have about 30 seasons of CSI, <laughs> fucking Miami. Like somebody <laughs> likes David Caruso, right? But it has Wesley Snipes too. Oh, I did fucking, not. Yeah, Wesley, man. 
I did not like him in this movie. You know what's crazy is he plays a straight laced cop in this, and then literally, what, like a year or two later, yeah. plays Nino Brown. Exactly. That's and that shows funny. what real acting chops old Wesley has, <laughs> man. That's why I fuck with Wesley Snipes. I love him. I love Wesley Snipes, period. Not just Blade, but uh, the shit, the Major Leagues. He's Demolition funny in those. Man. Demolition Man. I always bring man. up Demolition Man because it's my favorite. I love Undisputed. That's like one of my favorite Wesley Snipes movies. Uh, what is he in Passenger? Is Passenger Fifty Seven right? That's him. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I remember his fucking face on the cover of that shit. Um, so you gave me this one because we bonded over like gangster movies, but more so like Italian Sicilian. Yeah, because you know how big I am into like mafia shit. Right, and yeah. that's where we bonded. But I don't. I haven't watched a lot of like urban. <laughs> 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 Gangster. I don't know what to call it. What should I call it? No, I mean, it's not just it's a hood shit. Like, yeah, like hood gangsters. Yeah. Like, it's not really been, not that it's not my cup of tea. It's just something I never really got around to watching. I don't know that life. Not that I know Sicilian gangster life either. No, but no, no. I get it. I get it. It's just not like, yeah, I get it. So I never really watched these movies, but I feel like I did miss out on a generation of like cinema because I love stories about people that like, even and it's like the thick craziest thing is like take the CEO of a five of a of a five hundred company you know what I mean like they went to the best schools mm-hmm. they had the greatest life you know from the get go and they became successful and these people that you see in these movies are born with nothing or some of them in some of the worst situations known to man and even though they had to become monsters to get there they still hit that level of success right and i don't know man i like stories about that about mm-hmm. people like in the main character frank white who's played by christopher walken the movie starts with him getting out of prison after 20 fucking years right he got sent away on dope charges cuz he was the man back then i was going to ask you what he went to jail for but that makes sense it's trafficking yeah. like you know you get 20 years for that mm mm-hmm. mhm and it's New York, so they don't fuck around. Or it could have been murder. It doesn't really go into it, but his crew uh, stayed out on the street, and they had to struggle to live, you know, doing hits and shit like that because they didn't have their leader. Mm-hmm. And Frank was always the guy that got the the product. <laughs> well, Frank kept him a little notepad of all the people that got rich while he was in prison. Right. And when he the movie starts off, it's a great fucking scene, man. Uh, with some, no, they killed the other guy first, the pimp first, don't they? The pimp? Um, no, I think they go right into the. Do they go right into the drug deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. um, Lawrence, that's when you first see Lawrence. Lawrence Fishburne's character and, um, and Steve Buscemi. This is one of the. I forgot about that. Yeah. Dude, that's the craziest thing about this movie. I've watched it probably twenty times, and I still don't figure out where the fuck does Steve Buscemi's character go in this movie. <laughs> He doesn't get killed, you know, you don't see him get shot, you don't see him, like, get arrested or anything. Yeah, the first... He just disappears out of the fucking plot. Right, right? like, the first, like, quarter of this movie he's in it, and then just never... It was like they, like, ran out of money or something, or, like, he's like, yeah, I gotta go do Pulp Fiction, so I ain't got time for this shit. He was just the drug tester, that's it. Yeah, his his nickname in the movie is Test Tube, (laughs) you know, because he's, like, the drug guy. And uh, it's a great scene, it's Lawrence Fishburne and, like, the the cartel i'm assuming and they're getting coke as uh her frank's getting out like. yeah but before that like i'm so used to seeing lawrence fishburne play it like straight calm collected sophisticated he's young in this one he's, he's raw. young as fuck and he's playing a gangster hard ass and it's just so weird to me not mm-hmm. that he's not doing it well it's just weird seeing him do that yeah he's he's real he can't he be more than like 22 23 he's when young he as fuck though and he's on. You can tell he's on his come up. He's trying to like make a name for himself, but you know it's just really weird watching him in this role. But uh, he's disrespectful as fuck, you know. And you could tell he's just a hardened dude. And like they're trying to get their money up for when Frank gets home because right. Frank has a plan when he gets home, and that's all they know. They got to take care of this shit before Frank gets back. So they meet with these cartel dudes, and you know they get these big ass. So it's like fucking a bunch of kilos of coke. Yeah, but it's like the funniest part of the movie, and it's like right off the bat. Yeah, and uh, Loris Fishburne is just like, "Yo, can I get a fucking orange soda?" <laughs> no <I> coke. <laughs> oh, can I get a coke? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. And the dude's like, "I get him a fucking coke." And then when he opens up the suitcase, the cartel dude does is full of tampons, and right. he's like, "He's like, what is this for? What's this shit?" And he's like, "For the holes, motherfucker." <laughs> 
him and Steve Buscemi go to Uzi in the entire uh, you know room of the hotel. That was actually pretty funny. I enjoyed that part a lot. I, it, I, it, it's a great scene. It is a great scene. Like just that scene alone is just perfect. This movie, man, it's so weird. It's like literally, like it doesn't even feel like you're watching a movie. It just feels like you're watching one ten minute long scene after another. That's dude. what I was gonna say. In the fun, I I watched like a small little thing about it. That Who directed gave, this fucking movie, dude? Um, Abel Ferreira. Abel Ferreira. Yeah, he's done. What else has he done? Nothing right off the bat that I can I see, but the reason I say that is because, um, the first cut of the film ran almost two hours and had to be edited down to 160 minutes to avoid an X rating. So that's one thing that yeah, I noticed. So there's more killing we could have got. Do they? Yeah, they. Um. So fun fact is Christopher Walken's wife walked out of the theater and ha- they had a huge fight and divorced shortly after. After she saw the movie. I don't I don't think it's the movie that caused the divorce, but it's just kind of like weird timing. He but, plays shit, man. When did he do prophecy and all that? Like Yeah, right. God, man, like I wonder what being in, married to that dude would have been like back mm-hmm. then, you know? Like So, now, yeah, she they, walked but. out of the original cut and was just so disgusted that they ended up fighting. So, like I do feel like there's a whole piece of this movie missing, like a whole half of it. Man, is there a I director's actually, cut of this shit? We need that. We I know, right? Because I told you I rewatched this again because I feel like I missed the whole middle of it, but I didn't miss anything because it's cut out. No, because it's like they they can't get him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's just like boom, we're at the end of the movie. You know what I'm saying? And the shit's just going fucking exactly. Left. I I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, I don't remember the middle of this movie. It feels like they almost rewrote it. Yeah. Like halfway through the motherfucker mm-hmm. and was like, look, the cops. Because if you think about it, the cops really just break the fucking law. Oh, yeah, they do. The they just hand. go shoot it out with his fucking crew. And mm-hmm. luckily, because they're fucking hardened gangsters, they're just like, fuck it. You want to shoot at us? We'll shoot it out with you. Yeah. And they played hip hop music while they did the shootout. That was pretty yeah. cool. That was a dope ass shoot. But uh, Christopher Walken's character in this is cold. He and, is. And calculated. And he even says that, like, when he gets out of prison, he's like, I don't have remorse. I lost that sense. He did, I guess, twenty years of the kid. It did something to me. Like he's just joking about it. Like, yeah. oh, I love that scene when they go to the hotel. And that's another cool thing. He's like operating out of a hotel, like fucking, like uh, Al Capone and shit. Like, and the whole thing, he's gonna be king of New York. Like, right, Frank White, he's king of New York. Can I like sidebar to another movie that I watched immediately after this that I fucking love? Mm. True Romance. Oh, I do love True Romance. And Christopher Walken was in that, and he plays yes. almost the same character, but yeah. turns that shit to 11. No, nah, this is like, he's straight mafia in that one. Yeah. This one, he's more of a, <coughs> he's just like a street guy. Yeah, it just made me think of it like, fuck, True Romance. That's such a great movie. And you know, there's something that they don't even really, they don't even really acknowledge it in the movie at all, but for the fact that if he was a real gangster, to be a white dude... And fucking Brooklyn or the Bronx or wherever that he was from in New York, for a white guy to hold that kind of power mm-hmm. and not be in the mafia, that's almost fucking unheard of. Like, right. that just wouldn't happen. It was kind of weird having, like, a white guy, like, over. But he was so, like, in, in my opinion, he was so fucking cold. Like, he just played it so well that, like, you almost, you don't, you wouldn't even ask, like, if he would have been a real dude. You'd be like, yo, bro, you never gonna say nothing about the white guy running this shit. Like, right. These black dudes are just taking orders from him. <laughs> Like, like you gonna ask him? Well, I feel like Lawrence Fishburne's character was like in charge, but he answered to Christopher. He was Walken. his like he was his right hand killer. Like right. he was the, he was this trigger man. Mm-hmm. And same thing with the other guy. But they were loyal as fuck to him. Yeah, they murder five six fucking people before he even gets out of prison. Yeah, like exactly. They shoot that pimp up in that fucking uh, phone booth. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Oh no, that was the opening scene. Now I know yeah, what you're that's talking what about. I thought so. They got. They're like, look at this. It shows the paper him getting out, and then it goes to the, uh, the... Tito the fucking pimp. Nobody's gonna miss him. Mm-hmm. The cartel, fuck him. Yeah, he's just got like all these like great little dialogues where he's just like, uh, the, and when he busts in on the mafia, that's great too. Mm. And they're playing cards. Yeah, because he wants I to. Play. Yeah, because he wants to. Uh, he wants to like team up with them and work together, but mm. they piss all over the messenger's foot. So Christopher Walken makes his way over down there. He's like, let's, let's play some cards. Deal the cards. Pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> And then just fucking murks the fuck out of the fucking head guy. You got fat while everybody starved while I was in the cage. Mm-hmm. 
He fucking spits on his fucking body, shoots him again. Yeah. Like, it's just great. <laughs> if you need a job, you find me down at the Five Seasons. Oh, speaking of, uh, one of the greatest scenes in this movie is him and the lawyer lady mm-hmm. are in the subway, like making out. He's got her tits out or whatever. And three black guys go into their uh, train cart, going to rob him. He takes a roll of cash out of his, uh, well, first he shows his gun. Like, you like that? And then he grabs a wall a wad of cash out of his uh out of his pocket, throws it on the ground. He's like, You looking for work? Come to so and so. And they do. But I was like, that's such a power move. Yeah. Like that was so badass. I loved that so much. I also love the scene when, when the crew first sees him and they come into the hotel. Mm-hmm. Frank. And then they all come to him. It's like, what? <laughs> they do thing. Like, I love that, man. So yeah. much, man. But uh Nah, it's definitely a gangster movie, and he just—he makes it seem like he's trying to like he don't want no problems. He just wants to make money, right. but he ends up killing the people mm-hmm. and taking their drugs and selling them. And it's really fucked up because it's a terrible movie as far as like messaging. But he's trying to build like a children's hospital, <laughs> like, so it's kind of like well, like he's doing it for a good cause, but yeah. you're still Going selling drugs, and right? Killing people and shit like that. So I don't know, like. Uh, but the movie uh, I mean it's it's not like Like I said the plot and everything Like it could have been done better Like, it, I, like I said like it, it could have been more just, cohesive You can feel those scenes Missing you can feel half this movie Not being there right. and that's the problem With this movie is I do like parts of this I think it's really really it like has a lot of potential mm. It's not my favorite but if you would add those scenes back in, I think this would be an amazing movie. That was that. I I would wonder about that if there's like some kind of cut or some kind of like special edition type shit that, that's got that footage. The thing is, it's probably lost by now because it's 1990. That was like 30 years ago. I mean, I got it on DVD. <laughs> shit, dude. But it makes you wonder though. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And it has nothing to do with this movie, but I'm still fucking excited. I can't t- t- tell me you saw the trailer for, uh, for Batman? Snyder Cut. Oh no! And Batman, fuck Batman! This was badass, <laughs> fuck too, dude. I'm on the fence about it. Fuck what? Yeah. Who the fuck are you supposed to be? <laughs> Breaks his fucking arm. I'm vengeance. Like I was like, yes, yes, you are, motherfucker. That's what I'm talking about. He didn't Twilight that shit at all. Like, I just, I don't like that guy. Dude, I'm not a fan of him either, bro, but like I I told this at the very beginning when I first heard it. I put it on Instagram. I said he could be the greatest Batman ever or the shittiest one. We won't we don't know yet. Because right. you can't say the motherfucker can't act, bro. Yeah. Like he gets a lot of shit for the Twilight movies, but he's done like nothing else but actor like acting driven roles since then to yeah. show you like motherfucker, I could play anything. I I want to be reserved. I want to hold my opinions until the but movie the comes. But the trailer, though, bro. The, no, no, no. The trailer did look good. I loved the tone of it. The only thing that I hate is trailers like that. They have, like, this dark, gritty tone, and then you watch it, and it's a fucking cartoon. Like, I hope the movie still has that tone. I don't think Matt Reeves is fucking around, bro. Yeah. Like, he did those Planet of the Apes movies, and he did all CGI, and it was all still great movies, you know? I know the villains look pretty great in this one. Like... I'm the Riddler dude. They making the Riddler look so fucking creepy, bro. Like it's amazing. It's like he Tim Burton did, but didn't go like crazy, crazy with it. But everyone said that about Heath Ledger. Like he looks fucking stupid. Heath Ledger shouldn't play the Joker. So I don't want to be one of those people mm. with him. So I'm trying to be reserved. But the trailer, I loved the tone. If, I if, love where they're trying to go with it. So if Batman, if Batman fans, true Batman fans, can forgive George Clooney and Batman and Robin, and we can forgive. Like, because a lot of people were pissed about Affleck. I was one of them. And I, I feel like Ben did the best he could with the movies they put him in. Oh, my God. He was amazing. I, I, I didn't think he was a bad Batman by any he means. He was a, uh, a great, um. oh, my God, Bruce Wayne, too. Yeah, and he honestly, was, if you think about it, that's what you're playing. It's like, mm-hmm. who plays the best Bruce Wayne? Right. And Christian Bale, of course, was amazing, and so was Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even think Val Kilmer did a bad job. Right. Like, I feel like if they could have got him for that fourth one, I don't know, that movie was pretty terrible all around, but, like, I don't know, maybe he could have been a little bit more watchable. Mm-hmm. George Clooney, you could tell that motherfucker was just there for a check. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he was. He's literally just holding up fucking Batman memorabilia, like, hey, <laughs> got the Bat Visa card and shit. Yeah, he bet. He, 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 he was just there to sell money. action figures, pretty much. Right. Well, that's all that was, and it didn't have any shame hiding it. 
I feel bad now because Joel Schumacher just died too. Like just thinking about it. It wasn't his vision. Oh, I want to say the, the well, Warner Brothers definitely fuck it. That's what I'm that saying. Like, like they it's, do all the time. It's not because of him that it sucked. It's because there were too many. They, they had too much control over the movie. But no, I'm talking about the fucking Snyder Cut trailer. No, I didn't watch it. Oh, I feel like we should do a live reaction. Watch it together. Live reaction. Oh, it's amazing. Fuck it. Let's do a first live reaction. First ever live reaction during an episode. Yeah. And dude, they put that fucking uh the 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 tone the the song they use for the trailer is so fitting too. Cuz this is how people have been waiting for this for so long. There it is. There she is. And then, like, everybody's like, is he going to show Dark Side? First fucking thing you see, Dark Side. It's a treat for y'all if y'all haven't seen this. Right. Yes. Look at that. Justice League. Parademons. <laughs> Look at her. She's beautiful. What's that from? Is that Supergirl? We don't know. It's four hours. We don't know. Four hours. I can't believe that. They're breaking it into four parts. I'm not going to ruin it. Go ahead. I didn't see that. Jason Momoa was fucking We didn't crazy. see him take his shirt off before. It <laughs> was this football scene. Look at that. We didn't get to see Cyborg. Any of mm-hmm. Cyborg's backstory? Nope. Look I at just... her. I just saved your fucking life. The missing Barry Allen scene where he saves Ira West. What's up, bitch? Yeah, I'm Flash. What's good? Yeah, you want it. It's crazy. It's like a whole new movie. More Batfleck. You can't you can't go wrong there. That's all I want is more Batfleck. Nah, I don't want to be the king. Cut that storyline out. Look at the look at all the mother boxes. Bad guy we didn't get in the other movie. Oh shit. Cyborg trying to fight. And then and then they give it to you. Cyborg's dad. You didn't get to see this scene before. Oh shit. Look at that. That's heart right there. Look. Look at Steppenwolf. He looks a lot better. Look at that. He looks a lot That's better. That's fucking heart. Look, broke the Batmobile with parademons. Uh uh. Speed force. That's the thing it really needed was more CGI work. And more heart, dude. Like yeah. Look at that shit. Take off, Barry. Black suit Superman. How dope is that? <laughs> is that black suit or is that the lighting? That's, that was black suit. Listen to this last line. Not united. Fuck yes. <laughs> it's cheesy as fuck. What are you fuck, dude? <laughs> it's gonna be fucking No great, no no. Bro. It it looks like a whole new movie. And and another thing that people were mad about, and obviously like Zack Snyder's one of those guys you've never sat down for a Zack Snyder movie that's less than two hours. Right. Like, it's just not how he rolls. <laughs> and if you go back and watch the extended cut of Batman vs Superman, it's still certain shit could have been taken out, but right. It's very more. It's much more cohesive. Ties up a lot more loose ends, and it makes a better story. That's the thing is when they start cutting movies down, they start taking out important plot points that make it. He said he's not using one <coughs> single frame that Joss Whedon used. Oh shit! For the theatrical cut. Fuck. So it's literally going to be like a whole new movie. Yeah, and uh, like just or that a little, whole original movie, I guess you could say. Just that two minutes we saw right there, like, and that's not even counting the Green Lantern shit. Oh, I'm so fucking excited, bro. I like, am too. It's going to be great. That does look pretty And cool. they're breaking it down into four parts, an mm-hmm. hour apiece. So we're going to get, in the entire month of May in 2021, we're going to get Justice League. I just want it to be good. God damn it. It's going to be amazing. I wanted the Justice League movie to be good, but it just wasn't. I hated that movie. I saw that movie three times in theaters, paid yeah. hard-earned money to go see it three times, just so I could help the numbers on it. Because <laughs> I knew, like, you know, like... Even if it doesn't do great, if it makes enough money, they'll do another one. Right. And then, even if it's not Zack Snyder, maybe they get somebody that can turn it around for them. Mm-hmm. But 
it just it couldn't help it. Yeah. And then you find out Joss Whedon's like beating people off scene and shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you gotta stop talking about people like that on the fucking podcast. Or are they gonna fucking listen and go get me? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> Can't help that Joss Whedon's a piece of shit in real life. That's not my fault. Like were you there when he beat them? I wasn't, but like Ray, uh, the guy that Ray Fisher, or, uh, yeah, Ray Fisher, the guy that plays Cyborg, he said he was a, like a racist asshole the entire time. Wow. I didn't hear about that. That's crazy, though. That's how involved in this fucking Snyder Cut I've been, bro, for the last three years. I see that. Like, you're pretty. pretty... I read all the articles. I signed all the petitions. I fucking watched all the footage. Like, yeah. Uh, fucking speaking of petitions, I don't even want to bring this one up, but anyway. Have you seen the one about the uh, cuties, Netflix? Mm-mm. So let me give you a little backstory on this. There's a petition for this movie coming out called Cuties. Look it up and sign it because this is disgusting. Apparently, Netflix is releasing a movie that's a dance movie, but with like little kids, like oh. 10 to 13 years old. And they've only shown like promotional clips, but the, it looks like a pedophile's wet dream and it's disgusting and... It needs to, like, not be released on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I think with minors in particular, you got to yeah, be very careful about not, the shit you like, put up. I don't know. People are talking about... And, I mean, you got to think of it also. Would you want your kid being... Exactly. Yeah, fuck the parents that think this is okay to put their kids in this situation. But I have the same problem with that as I do is with, like, those child pageants and shit. Yeah. It's the, like, what uh, are you teaching a little girl? Like, right. you have to look a certain way, you have to act a certain way for a man to think you're beautiful mm-hmm. or shit like that. I don't know, man. Cheerleading, too. Like, I know it's a sport, and I'm not saying it doesn't take ability or athletic ability, nothing like that. But I don't know, man. Just something about, like, the flips and the, the, and the you know what I mean like right I don't know I just I don't know I didn't start thinking like this until I had a fucking daughter and right it ruined everything yeah most of my friends have fucking daughters so it's like I don't have a, any kids but it's really making me like can't enjoy can't enjoy fucking strip clubs anymore because <laughs> the whole time I'm just like where's your father bitch right. like what's wrong with you even though she could be like a fucking doctor for all I know she's getting through college I don't know man. But I'm not trying to judge strippers like they're all just pieces of shits or anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wouldn't want that for my daughter. Oh, or, right. like, if they get into porn or something. Like, having a daughter ruin porn for me for a long time, bro. Like, I just want to say something really inappropriate, but I'm not. I'm just going to, like, skip over this subject. I was going to say thank God for all the shitty fathers because otherwise I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> See, and, like, even jokes like that, like, I laugh because it's funny. But at the same time, it's like, fuck, that could be me. Like, right. God. <laughs> It's very stressful, bro. Very stressful. Like, having a kid, period, man. Like so many sick fucks out there. That like it doesn't matter, bro. I like, always said if I have kids, I want a boy because. But they'll even take them, man. They'll yeah. even take the boys now, bro. They yeah, don't give a fuck. True. Like. I don't know, man. My kids don't go anywhere without me. I don't blame you. Yeah, I really don't. But anyway, we didn't finish King of New York. Right. Um, we didn't talk about the like. The ending, I really enjoyed the ending to this one a lot. It was fun. It it was very, uh, and that's what you kind of, because I, I saw an interview with Danny Trejo, who's mm-hmm. not in this movie at all, not bringing that up for that, but he always said whenever he plays a bad guy in a movie, he has they have to die, and they have to die badly, because mm-hmm. he never wants kids to think like being a drug drug dealer or anything like that is, is good. Right. So that he always does that when he signs on for a movie, and if you watch the end of this movie... He gets shot up by the cops, and he ends up dying in a taxi. I'm not even talking about him. I'm talking about Lawrence Fishburne's character. Like, I love uh, that yeah. scene where he's getting chased down by the cops, and they have a gun shootout. He ends up, like, killing one of the cops. He kills Wesley Snipes. Right, he kills Wesley Snipes, which, I, sidebar, I do not want to see Wesley Snipes as a good guy ever again, unless it's, like, Blade, where he's killing right. Killing everything. He was young. He was very. He was young. young. This had to be like his third movie. Yeah, he didn't have a whole lot to work with, but they really didn't even give him like his part is. You could tell he get tries to give as much heart as possible when they mm-hmm. allow him to. Like that scene with him and Lawrence Fishburne in the in the uh, chicken place. Right, right, right. When he tells, he's like, I'll smack the black off you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you could tell he's giving it his all. But so is Lawrence Fishburne, and mm-hmm. that's why I like this movie because there wasn't a lot to work with, but these. Actors, like, I feel like they made up the difference yeah. for most of it. They're really know. trying to, because like you said, it's a, it's kind of, it's a simple story. 
So they're trying to add as much as they can. But he kills Wesley Snipes, and then the other cop shoots him. What's his name? David Caruso. David Caruso shoots him. And this is a very Joker moment of him. Is He's sitting there laughing that he killed his partner. Oh, and he spits in his face. Oh, that's that's earlier in the movie. Oh, I love that part. He does. He walk. He walks by, and uh, they make bail. Yeah, they arrest him. They make bail because they can't prove they killed him. Right, David Caruso like spits in his face, but then Lawrence Fishburne like wipes it. Wipes and then, that shit. Licks his finger. That was disgusting. And then gets five from his homeboy who also got bailed out. Right. So sweet. Like so disgusting. So fucking sinister though, man. I like, want. I want to know. Like it could not have been. Couldn't have been real. Cause like, how does Lawrence Fishburne not beat the living shit at David Caruso? <laughs> right. We're and acting, then, no, right? Uh, no, sad. acting my ass, motherfucker. <laughs> like that's like pissing on somebody's leg and they'd be like, it was in the moment of the seed. Yeah, well, this ass whooping is in the moment of real life. Like speaking of, um, I noticed that in this movie is Wesley Snipes is really rough with uh, Christopher Walken's character, and I know they're pretty young, they're on the come up, but like, who's your like favorite actor that you look up to the most? Like probably Tom Hardy. Me? Let's just say Tom yeah. Hardy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine like roughing up Tom Hardy in a scene? Yeah, that would be a little different. Right. <laughs> yeah, like your hero in life. Yeah, yeah. That'd be tough. It's just weird. I have to think like how actors get into that zone and rough each other up, even though they like they probably run around, do a couple laps, you know, do some push ups, like mm-hmm. you know, smack it, smack each other's faces or some <laughs> shit. I don't know, bro. <laughs> but you want it to be believable. Yeah, know? exactly. And, you uh, do, and they want to feel that hatred, and they do a good job. But I just, I don't know. I just think about these. Big... It's one of those little movie magic tips we just don't know because we're not insiders. No, you gotta hit me. Like, make me bleed. Same thing with like, like when they cry. Like, I'm a big like. I don't know why it's fucking terrible, but like when I see somebody cry in a movie. I want that shit to look real. I want it to feel your sadness when you cry. Um, and I think that makes and breaks a lot of that shit. Have you seen The Invisible Man? No, but everybody keeps telling me how good it is. Dude, it's fucking... I liked it way more than I thought I would, but the reason I bring it up is because she has a crying moment and she fucking sells that shit. Yeah. Like, you want to go beat this dude's ass because right. of her crying scene. That's awesome. You should check it out. It's really, really good. My dad saw it. He was like, it was pretty fucking good. It was. It was surprisingly... The uh oh, bro! I, I never did ask you, man. How'd you like Capone? Capone. I wanted to like it. <laughs> I feel you, bro. I was right there with you. I love Tom Hardy's acting in it. He's fucking amazing. He's one of the best working actors. It's really right just now. him coughing and fucking shitting and. And this is the thing that I have that the problem is with Capone is there's no story there. Really there is no story. It's just what two hours of a guy losing his mind. But honestly, that's how it was in real life, though, man. I get that, and they're trying to perfect to uh, the whole time he lived in Florida. They tried to make it up like he had money hidden down there mm-hmm. and shit like that. And really, the truth was, he just wanted his family just wanted to get away from that shit. Right. But that's a, there's no real story there, and that's the problem. Right. It's like it's all concentrated. You almost wanted them to make shit up to make it more interesting. Like. Exactly. There needs to be a beginning, a setup, a fucking peak, a middle, like, mm. and then a conclusion. It really just felt like Tom was just like going for an Oscar grab or something. Like. I mean, I'll watch it again just for his acting because it's like I said, it's fucking incredible. He does such a great job. But as far as a story, it's if they would have gave me if they would have gave me the Capone in his prime, mm-hmm. give me Tom Hardy playing in that like at the beginning when he's looking in the reflection in the bathroom and he sees himself at like, you know, he's all fucking standing up straight and he's just like ready to go f- to war. Like if you give me that Capone movie with Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. Oh yeah, it'll. I think it would make Untouchables look like shit. They should do like a uh, a prequel to Capone. I definitely think like they Capone do the beginning and have him play him again, but in his healthier state. Yes, because I felt like Tom Hardy would bring that shit down. They were just trying to be too artsy with it, like blurring the lies, blurring the lines between reality and his psychosis. They, they definitely did that a lot in this movie. Yeah, so but it, and it makes you feel like fuck did half of this shit even happen? Like, exactly. You know what I'm saying what's real, what's not real. Mm. So it's not a great movie. I just love Tom Hardy that much that. Like, it's in my collection. Like, I felt bad that you bought it. Like, I wouldn't buy this movie unless I got it for the cheap. Mm-hmm. And I love Tom Hardy. You know I do. Yeah. Right? But, yeah. I watched a movie the other day that I think you would be interested in. What's that? And I I own it on digital, so we can watch it at my house if we have to. Tax Collector. Tax Collector. David Ayer, written and directed. Mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf. 
and a Spanish guy. I don't know who, anything else he's been in, but he did a good job in this one. When did it come out? Uh, this year. Oh, like, did it? Like a month ago. Oh, really? Yeah. You could rent it for seven or buy it for 15. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I love David Ayer. It can't be bad. It's like Harsh Times too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf is literally just like, they. They. I don't want to give too much away because it'll piss you off. But yeah, uh, we'll definitely watch that one. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Because like, it's David Ayer. Yeah. yeah. I love recommendations. While we're on the subject of David Ayer, we'll get back to finish up uh, King of New York. But I have to say this. Now that they did the Snyder Cut for Justice League, now everybody wants the Ayer Cut of Suicide Squad. <laughs> for real, bro. The Joker's the bad <laughs> they guy. They need it. Dude, and they're saying it's so much better. All Joker Le- or Jared Leto scenes are in it. Yeah, like, Jared Leto comes out and says, like, they cut out so much of my character that what's the point of me even being in it? Exactly. And this is like... They're saying that Warner Brothers, if the Snyder Cut does well enough, they're going to give them the money to do it. I watched a video that says it's going to do well just because of everything going on. Like, it's going to make money just because of everything that goes into it. I'll tell you what. People are going to be so, like, happy to see it. Like, it's going to sell. It's going to break their numbers, whatever their streaming numbers are. Mm -hmm. It's going to crush it. Yeah, because I'm going to get it just to watch it. Literally, I, I will buy HBO Max a week ahead of time just to make sure there's no bugs in that bitch when I go to watch it. Right. Like, that's how excited I am for that. Mm-hmm. But if they did a, a, an air cut of Suicide Squad, just as excited. Just as excited. I would watch the fuck out of Because I love Suicide Squad just like I, I like Justice League. I don't love Justice League. But... I think what it is is we see the potential Right. In these movies, like this could have been great, and we we latch onto those those parts. The Be- thing that sucks about it is, is you grow up your whole life, and certain superheroes you just have never seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if you ever will because you don't know if they have a big enough following that they're like, oh, we got to see Deadpool. I'm sure there's people that from the '90s that never thought they'd see Deadpool in an actual. Oh movie. yeah, definitely. You know I'm sure. Mean? And now we've like, God, this will be a lo- a great comic book character in the movies, but we'll never see that. No, nah, either too much of this, too much of a risk, whatever. But to see Aquaman and then him like not be shitty, like you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like lame. he's a badass. Like and uh, Cyborg, it was great to see a Cyborg, you know. And they've done Cyborg a different couple of times now. They do the one in Doom Patrol. They do a good job with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wonder Woman, man, Gal Gadot is amazing as Wonder Woman. Yeah, I never thought I would be rooting for Wonder Woman, but when I watched the movie, I was like, this is actually pretty fucking decent. Like, I can't wait for Wonder Woman eighty four. Like, I, it's gonna be amazing. And I can't get enough seeing her as Wonder Woman. Same thing with Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Oh my god. I could watch her play Harley Quinn for the rest of my life. All like, day, honestly. all day, every day. Nobody else. She, it's one of those characters that I don't want to see anybody else play Harley Quinn but her because exactly. she does such a great job. Exactly. And they also said that there's more Batfleck in the, the air version of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Like, they put Batman up against Jared Leto Joker a little bit in it. Like, right. That would have just been amazing to see. They're going to set this up just to... But that's what sucks about Warner Brothers and, and how they did this because, like, when Marvel unveils a new character that you've been what reading about your whole life and you see it, it it's just like euphoria you know but it's like dc just found a way to fuck up the delivery on it you know what i mean yeah definitely but. well the thing is is like they they wanted their cake and ate it too they wanted the the gritty the dark mm-hmm. gritty versions but then they saw how successful Marvel was, so they wanted to like push towards that like like lighthearted more com- lighthearted yeah. comic, and then it just like those things don't really work unless you do it right. And I'm trying to think of something that did it right. The Suicide Squad trailer did it right, <laughs> not the movie necessarily. Sold a completely different movie. But the trailer is fucking incredible for that movie because it has the dark gritty, it has the lightheartedness. Like if they could have translated that into the movie, oh my god, it would have been incredible. Dude, the shittiest thing about that was, like, David Ayer had no idea that that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Like, he went and sat down in theaters on premiere night like everybody else and was like, what the fuck is this? This is not the movie I made. Yeah. They went in and re-edited all of it. Um, the, the the score, all everything, the soundtrack, all that shit. They redid all of it. I would be fucking, like, devastated. And, like, that's why he was like, fuck DC for the longest time because yeah. he was just like, I can't believe y'all did this to me. Mm-hmm. You know what movie they did that to, but it actually turned out to be a positive was, uh, I heard they did that with Dread. The they, new one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one we just watched recently. They locked the director out of the editing studio and he was, like, freaking out. But apparently they did a good job with it, so. 
Well, I mean, that's that's a rare thing, I would imagine. Right. But Did you know that the guy that directed uh, American History X didn't want to be on the director credit? Did not know that. Because him and Edward Norton hated each other so much. <laughs> like, he thought that Edward Norton pushed the character too far, and he thought that people were going to be like, not coming away from like, wow, that was an amazing story. They're going to be like, wow, this guy was f- just fucking hateful. and You know what I mean? He was pretty, like, believable. But, uh, you know, obviously the movie was a fucking hit. Oh, it's a cult classic. But he was so pissed off at the whole thing and, like, just fucking gave up. Like, they said Ed Norton finished the fucking movie. Oh, shit, really? Like, as far as, like, like editing and shit like that, like, he wanted so much input that the director was just like, fuck, it's your shit. I don't care. <laughs> That's incredible. Take me off the fucking movie. I'll That's the thing I've heard about Edward Norton is he wants way too much control. That's why he ended up not being the Hulk. Yeah, they said that's why we got one Hulk movie because mm-hmm. the director was like, bro, you should have fucking directed this. Right. Why am I even here? I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I like Edward Norton as the Hulk, not... Yeah, it's much better than the Eric Bana fucking Hulk, for Well, sure. I was talking about... Ruffalo. I think he's he's fine. He's not as uh, he's a better actor than Ruffalo, but I don't think he plays a better Hulk than Ruffalo. Like apples and oranges. Because what's his name? Like I'm not a big Mark Ruffalo fan at all, but I like him as the Hulk. Like I think yeah. he plays that character. He did well. a really good job. I was I was mad because I'm like I want Edward Norton. God damn it, I love that yeah. Hulk. Because when you first heard about the Avengers, you're like, damn man, how are they pulling this fucking cast off? Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, it's gonna be Mark Ruffalo. What? Yeah. What? What? That was me. The dude from all those fucking romance like comedies, yeah. like those that guy. But like I said, I think he pulled it off. He did. He did a good job. But anyways, King of New York. What did uh? Well, anyways, that you know, he pretty much the whole movie is he mates up with another gang, kills them, takes their drugs. Yeah. The um the, the Chinese Japanese. Yeah, he kills the Chinese. The uh, Asian the triads. Yeah. The triads. He kills them. <laughs> Which that's a great scene too. He's owns a movie theater. The Chinese guy owns the owns a movie theater, and he's watching like an old Dracula from like the thirties, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bella Lugosi type shit. Um, Nosferatu. Whatever. And, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That's what it is. <laughs> Some old ass fucking horror movie. And uh, how do you not know Nosferatu? Like it's the fucking like classic Dracula story. I of thought all what's time. his name? I thought Bella Lugosi. I thought he was like the original. <laughs> uh, Dracula man Like where everybody loves yeah. <laughs> Anyways It's an older movie And he's in there Eating a popcorn With his bitches and, Right And he's like I want to have a meeting I want to do some good things Meet me at the hospital He's like What you think I didn't hear About what you did To the mother fools You're just gonna kill me too and He's like No He's like I, I want to work with you And shit and He takes him to the hospital He he makes it farther Than anybody else does And pretty much The, the triad guy is like I don't believe Any of the bullshit You're selling Frank you, like, you might be trying to get a hospital, but you're still a, you're still you. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, you know he kills the he kills the triad guys and all their drugs too. Yep. Takes over. It's a great shoot up scene. Shoot that out. is a good one. Then they hang them dudes from the ceiling or some shit, mm-hmm. and uh, then the cops just say fuck it. They're tired of it. We can't. Because after Lawrence Fishburne's character and the other guy, the other henchman, they get out of prison. Or they get out of jail They can't make the charges stick Yeah The cops are just like We're never gonna be able to catch them So they just say fuck it And they just go to shoot it out Yeah With with the crew Um, There is one big like Missing plot point That I didn't really understand So there's the like The messenger He's going around Like trying to make these deals For Christopher Walken He's trying to set everything up But at the end of the movie He's the snitch But I missed the whole like Snitch part He is the one that He's the one that sent Frank away for 20 years like he's the one that told the cops where his drugs were or some shit like that oh, like, he okay. ended up being you know what i'm saying the and person then, that put him away for 20 years okay i and he was fucking him over the whole time like you know like making little side deals and shit like that right like, taking so. off the top yeah and that's the shitty uh he gets away all of his people get killed by the cops and um christopher walken takes a couple bullets and he gets away on the subway. He ends mm-hmm. up getting away. But he gets into a cab, and the cab driver's like, where are you going to go or some shit like that? No, the cab driver doesn't even say anything. No, he, he just, doesn't. like, um, Christopher Walken's like, just drive. And the cab driver looks up, and he holds his gun up, and he freaks out and just runs out. He doesn't really do anything. That's right, that's right. And then he just dies in the backseat of a cab. Yep, he uh, holds his hand out. His stomach's just all shut up. 
Yeah, he took a few. Mm-hmm. I don't want to kill you. Or, or you know, he has a great line where he's got that lady. He's like, I don't want to hurt you, but don't move. Or oh, yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. That, but don't do anything or something right. like that. I don't want to do it, but I will or some shit like that. Yeah, so, so when they're on the subway. That's a great line. He's like, this is a nice lady. Do you want to get her to get her? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> she wants to go home to her family. Like, yep. He's was- got some great little bits. Like what he's talking to, he's like, uh, he's like, if it's a nickel bag being sold to the park, I want in. Right? Yeah. He played this role very well, and he like did. I said, I feel like his potential and some of the other guys in this movie's potential gets wasted because, like, if you have a great plot, then I feel like he's one of those characters, like you know, fable gangsters. Like he's up there with Nino Brown and. Uh, I don't know, just you know what I'm talking about. Just yeah, made yeah. up, made up characters like Tony Montana, shit like that. Like right. Frank White would be that guy. You know? Yes, I like this is a good, like if you're into these kind of movies, this is a highly recommended movie because it's just one of the one of you. It's before New Jack City. Yeah, the fucking battery died. Okay, because I, I did I couldn't find my other the battery on the camera died. So gotcha. It'll be fine. We're almost done anyway. Right. But, so um, what are you gonna grade it? What do I grade it? It's 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 a recommended. Like it's worth a watch. Okay. It, I didn't hate it. It's it's a good. The thing is, it's one of those movies that's old. It's dated. It like very doesn't dated. hold up very well. But you can still have a good time with it. Right. Did uh, how much did you pay to rent it? Three bucks. Damn, man, I feel bad. I could have gave you the movie. It's really not that serious. I don't mind renting movies. I know, man. But, like, if I have it already, like, then you're just, I feel like you're wasting Well, you shouldn't money. have forgot it. I, I shouldn't have. You're right. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. <laughs> I really don't mind, though. It's not that serious. I'll, I'll make sure next time that we got yeah. it. Um, so. We're doing Green Room next week, right? We're doing Green Room. It's on Netflix, so I don't need to give it to you. Although, I do need to buy this movie because I love this movie so much. I'm going to do a rewatch on it, too, because I've been meaning to. Who's in it? Anybody I know? Um, yes. Cap um hang on, let me pull it up. Um Oh yeah, man. Did this movie make any money? You yeah, always it tell actually me, you always tell me <laughs> what the budget was and shit. Patrick like, Stewart is in the green room. Oh, I love Patrick Stewart. He's the bad guy. Oh wow. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. I I feel like it did the uh, King of New York. It did make its money back, but let me double check. Budget. I was actually really surprised at this budget. What a are lot you? or a little. I'm thinking like like two mil. Maybe uh, it's a little low, but five point three million. Like for this, what's the word I'm looking for? Genre. Genre and just stature, I guess. Yeah. Like a lot happened in this movie. I'm actually surprised at five point three. That's pretty low, but. Well, they filmed um, in a lot of shit holes, so like that, you know what I'm saying? Or unless they built all that, like right. they built all those sets. Yeah, maybe. I guess you're right. But um, it did not. It got 2.5 million worldwide, but it gained a cult following on like DVD and stuff like that. So I think that's how it's made its money. Yeah, because I mean, when I heard about it, like I said, people, other people were like, "Yeah, man, King of New York's awesome, bro." But it's just one of those movies, like if you like rooting for the bad guy, like. Yeah, it's definitely those you know, one of those gangster movies. I'm gonna give it a seven just because I enjoy Christopher Walken so much in it. This is one of his like. But uh, the shitty thing about this movie is, is I could watch a supercut of just his lines. You in could eight minutes, and I get the same enjoyment out of it. That's Absolutely. The part. Like, yeah, because none of the villains are really like that important. Right. Like, like you don't I, like like they did a really sh- great job of making you not want to like the cops in this mm-hmm. movie. Like yeah, they were dicks. Anytime you make David Caruso a cop, you're automatically not rooting for the cops in that movie. Like, <laughs> like I hope he gets away with the murder, honestly. Like, but yeah, other than David Caruso, like he's really a part of the movie. I can't stand. You know what movie we should do? I know we've both seen it, but it would be great to just talk about it. Fucking Heat. I love Heat. I know. I Give feel me an like, excuse to watch it. I feel like it's like one of the greatest, like, bad cop. It is, great. It, it. Is, it is a great uh, crime movie. Crime drama, yeah. Robbery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. I've been wanting to rewatch it, and my wife hasn't seen it. So I think I watched that shootout, the the shootout in the, in the street. 
I watched that scene like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So great. That's what I love about the town too. There's a lot of great shootouts in that movie. I saw that at the um, at the store today. I was like, man, that's a good movie that I have not seen enough of. About the town? Yeah, I've seen it like once, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty good, but I have not gone back. Dude, to I watch got the it. fucking director's cut of it, and they add a bunch of other shit in it. Really? It's really good. I, I like think it. I just have the regular. It's great. Theatrical cut. It gives more, more into that thing where you get they go and beat the shit out of the the, the kids that throw bottles at her mm-hmm. at his girlfriend. There's a lot more in there. It's funny and shit. Like, yeah, it's a, I enjoyed it. I'll have to check it out because I really did enjoy the town. So after Green Room, I'm sure you're going to find a movie. But mm-hmm. I, I'm i going to give you a choice after Green Room. Okay. Uh, so I got that movie, The Sasquatch Game. Right. <laughs> do you want to watch that or do you want to pick from the death box? I kind of want to do The Sasquatch Game because, like, I don't know, man. I, I like I always enjoy a comedy. So yeah, and it's from the the guys that did Napoleon Dynamite. So oh uh, yeah, that's that, yeah. I definitely want to do that one before uh, okay. we do the Death Box. All right, cool. So I'll rewatch that because it's a silly movie. It's silly, silly, silly. I'm definitely not gonna give you another gangster movie. My next pick. Of I don't care if I have to search through the entire library. I will find a comedy or something. Let me uh, give you the breakdown on the green green room. Do you know anything about it? No, I just heard about it. So, a punk band takes up a uh, um, a concert at this like local bar or whatever. They're mm-hmm. trying to make a name for themselves. They go to this local bar. They realize that half the crowd is like racist. So they play an anti-racist song to like get everyone riled up. When they're going back to their um, green room, they witness a murder that they shouldn't have witnessed. And all the fucking skinheads put the whole building on lockdown and they're pretty much like hunting them throughout this whole building, the whole building, Oof. hunting this like punk band. Wow. It's super intense. It's like take all the fun out of a uh, murder party and just add in more bolt violence. Like, violence. And this uh-huh. is green room. All right. That's different. Yeah, it's super. It's, it's is it pretty, old or is it like a newer? Relatively movie? new. Okay. Like it came out in the last like five years i want to say because with netflix you never know that bitch could have came out last week or, or 10 years ago you just right. don't know well that guy that did murder party he did blue ruin which i heard was just as good um and then he did green room i need to go back and watch blue ruin got you but we're just gonna skip to green room because i like it so much all right i'm down i will uh i will watch that and that'll be next week oh yeah gotta work this whole fucking week bro yeah that sucks <laughs> It does, but it'll be all right. No. Because I'll get another four day. So. You'll muscle through it. <laughs> I'll get through it. <laughs> Always do. All right. Next time, Green Room. Later, folks.